0: Good evening, my name is Chris Pope and I am one of the mission leaders here at Wales Baptist Church. I'd like to take just a few minutes of your time to encourage and challenge you to find out what God's purpose for your life and how to use it in times of difficulties. Just like the times that we're in right now. With this pandemic, we all have concerns and questions. Some questions we have is, God, what are you trying to teach me in this time of difficulty? Before we get started, I'd like to open in a word of prayer. And um, I would like for each one of you to be praying for, uh, like I said earlier, that I'm one of the mission leaders that we go to Guatemala. And Buena Vista is one of the villages that we have adopted, and we just got through with a partnership. And... Jose, our missionary over there, texted me today and told me uh, a seven-year-old boy, Lester, one of the boys that comes and goes with us and helps us on the home visits and just stays at the church and and everything. Yesterday found out that uh, he had cancer of the blood and unfortunately this morning he passed away at six o'clock. So I just I ask for each one of you to to pray for that family, pray for, for that village there, and pay for, pray for the, the pastor, Pastor Florentine and his wife, Mauricia, as they are uh, doing whatever they can to help that family in this time. So if you would, let's pray. Dear God, I thank you, God, for another day of life. God, I thank you for just watching over us. God, I thank you for your mercies. God, and I just ask that you just be with us uh, during this time, God. I pray you'd be with our country, God, in this time and this pandemic. I just pray that people would look to you for, for hope and for, for the encouragement that they need, God. And uh, I just ask you to be with us today, God, as we just study your word. And I just pray, God, that you would just uh, hide me behind the cross, God, and not my words be spoken, God, but yours. God and we ask a special prayer right now for, for Lester's family, God, for the the time that they're going through, and I just pray that you would just uh, put your hand and around them, God. You would just comfort them and be with them. I pray you'd be with that, that village, God, and I pray for Pastor Florentine and Mauricia as they minister to them, God, and I just pray that they would um, just feel your presence in this time. Again, God, we thank you for. Everything you do for us, God, we thank you for your son, for dying on the cross for our sins. Forgive us, God, where we fail you. In your name I pray, amen. I want to talk today and have us ask ourselves a question. What is God's purpose for my life? Another question that every one of us has been asked at least once in our lives, and that question is, What would you like to be when you grow up? A variety of answers. Uh, Doctors, lawyers, teachers, firefighters, the list goes uh, on and on. All of these are good and have their purpose, but I want all of us to examine ourselves and answer this question. What is God's purpose for my life? Let's see what the Bible says about our part and our purpose in our life. We're going to read 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 12 through 27. For as the body is one and has many members, but all members of the one body Being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we're all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and all have been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. If the foot should say, Because I'm not a hand, I'm not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole were hearing, where where would the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of them, in the body just as he pleased. And if they were all one member, where would the body be? But now indeed there are many members, yet one body. And the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet. I have no need of you. No, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, on these we we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty. But our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having greater honor to the part which lacks it. That there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now, You are the body of Christ and the members individually. Paul compares the body of Christ to a human body. Each body, each part has a specific function that is necessary to the body as a whole. The parts are different for a purpose and their differences, they must work together. But as Christians, we must avoid two common errors or categories. The first one, being proud of their ability. The second, thinking you don't even have an ability. The first one, being proud of their ability, this puts you in a dangerous spot. It makes you look down on others and their abilities. We're going to read 2 Corinthians ten twelve. For we do not dare class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, but they, measuring themselves by themselves and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. In Proverbs sixteen eighteen. Pride goes before destruction, and the haughty spirit before a fall. The second thing, thinking you don't have an ability or you have nothing to give to the body of believers. I think a lot of people will fall into this category. Even myself, I I felt this way. We feel we're not worthy or good enough to let God use us or our talents. Some feel they don't have a talent or a gift. They feel that their gift is not that important, especially in the time we're in right now. Some may be quarantined in their homes. Some may be isolated at their work. Some people may not even be getting to work right now. You might be a student and don't know what to do since sports has consumed your life. And since the sports are suspended, you don't know what to do with your life. God may be using this time to slow us down and see what he would have us do for him. Each person has a role. Maybe make a phone call, send a card, a text, or do a Facebook message This is a time where the body needs to come together as one. Each one of us has a part to do, big or small. Speaking of small, let's look at how God uses one of the smallest things on earth for mighty things. What's one of the smallest things on earth? And it's sand. Grains of sand are so small, a lot of us take it for granted. Some of the uses of sand are used to make filters, they, they clean metal, such as sandblasting, etched glass, and it's one of the key ingredients in concrete, we used to build our roads, bridges, and things like that. Also, one thing that I wanna, uh, my granddaughter gave me this timer here, and she wanted me to show you um, for the kids to use, this helps her where she can wash her hands for at least two minutes. And so she told me to tell the kids listening during this time, make sure you wash your hands for two minutes and brush your teeth. So that's another thing that sand can be used for. But let's see what God has created it for. God ordained sand for a specific purpose. And the definition of ordained is to order or decree something to set apart for a specific purpose. Jeremiah, 50, Jeremiah 5 Jeremiah 5:22 It reads, "Do you not fear me," says the Lord, "will you not tremble at my presence? You have placed the sand as a bound of the sea, by a, a perpendicular degree that it cannot pass beyond it." Some Translations say it was ordained to do this. And though its waves toss to and fro, yet they cannot prevail. Though they roar, yet they cannot pass over it. One of the smallest particles on earth was sand and God uses it or he orders it to contain one of the strongest forces on earth. I know we've all been to the ocean and seen the water and the waves and how much force that there is, but yet God uses one of the very smallest pieces on earth to control that wave, to tell that wave that it can't go any further than this particular spot. How much more can God use us for a particular purpose? We should use our different gifts together to spread the, the good news of salvation. Going back to the question earlier, What is God's purpose for your life? Thank you, and God bless you.